with great power power comes uh great big booty bitches so uh you, you already know where my, my, my allegiance lies i mean this is one two three technically four or five screens because the one is ultra wide that's just so many titties on so many screens you know this is the second time that five screens are being brought up it, for, for today that I've seen. Oh. If someone challenges me, I can make it six. No. I can make each of these fucking screens ultra-wide, and I can have just... It can go from technically five to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We can do this. You don't... You, you don't... Sir. And that's if I don't get a video card with... Eight display ports. No one is challenging you. You can put the inferiority complex away. Is it inferiority complex, or is it wanting to be Batman? The bat yes. Yes. I agree. I want a bat computer as well. Anyway. I'm saying yes, it's inferiority complex and being Batman. Welcome to the VG Weekly Roundup, your number one unranked weekly video game podcast every Tuesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time and Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Time. We come live for our collection of the week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and we've been playing right here at twitch.tv slash closp, that's twitch.tv slash c-l-o-s-p. Please remember, if Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one of them yourself for any channel, we'll do this channel for you, but if not, you can still help us. But free, you can like, you can review, you can share. You, you can are slurring so many of your words. I feel offended with all these slurs going into my ears. I'm not slurring. Wait, oh, the mic probably come a little bit forward, make it clearer. Yeah, enunciate. Yeah. And yeah, so to share it, put it out there. I don't know. Yell to the rooftops. Open up the window. You ain't doing nothing. Just, just let the world know. Let the world know that you're watching Vigi Weekly Roundup. Please, we need all the eyes, ears, and possibly mouths uh, to know that we're he that we're uh, doing this thing. When you don't build hype, things get canceled, like Batgirl and Scooby Doo. Anyway, I'm your host, Ghost P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by the deranged voice man himself, Ultima of at Ultima JV Def on Twitter and Twitch. Man, I'm playing Smite, and this game just does not want to stop. For the love of Christ, oh my God! 22 minutes in and neither side wants to fucking surrender god damn so that's what i've been playing <laughs> hey two to the chest one of the sky for both master x master and uh hyper universe i miss mm. those games i miss those games speaking of games uh this week is episode 18th on tuesday the 2nd of august 2022 where did july go what happened uh, in July? Apparently gone with the wind, and August is already a fucking shithole of a month. I mean, it's been two days, but I believe it. It's a um, shithole of a month for me, personal reasons, okay? And I just... Okay, well... Shithole of a month. Okay, then. Uh, let's see here. In terms of what we've been playing, um, I'm, I'm right at the edge. I'm almost done with Fire Emblem, folks. I swear to God, I play other games. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. There's a whole thing that we got spent moving things around. There's a fourth monitor now. Things will look much better. There's a mini fridge involved. It's it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. We're donating things. It's it's a good thing. It's a good thing, but uh, Fire Emblem is still ongoing because of that. So I'm almost there. 
I'm almost there. But speaking of things that won't fucking end, we yeah. have the first news for today. Oh boy, fucking yeah! Actually, you know what? Just just as a twist, because I don't do this on Wednesdays. Am I allowed to talk what anime I've been watching? Yeah, sure. Once I'm, I'm bi- I, I was watching some shit. Uh, okay. I was watching all of Attack on Titan. Why did you do that to yourself? Because um, to kind of to kind of explain myself, you remember that Team Four Star did an Attack on Titan bridge for like one episode? No, they did back in like 2013, and for some reason that came up in my mind banks, and I thought, you know what? Let me watch that, and I thought it was hilarious, as Team Four Star is always hilarious. And so I said, you know what, let me watch the other Attack on Titan, a bridge called A Slap on Titan. And I thought that was really funny. So I was like, you know what? They have four seasons. Technically, like, eight, because seasons three and four are two-parters. But uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to binge all of Attack on Titan and rate it accordingly while I'm uh, watching it. And no regrets. No regrets. Absolutely no regrets. Um, I, I will say it is a very like seven to eight out of ten series for me. Very, very like seven to eight. There is a lot of that. Like the story gets very, very fucking convoluted throughout the fucking seasons, as most long running animes does. But I've never read the manga, and goddamn, shit was getting way too complicated. Way too complicated. But I made it to the rumbling. I'm waiting for part three of the final season. And Smite finally ended so I could stop stalling for time. <laughs> but in all honesty, uh, yeah, Attack on Titan. Um, not bad, honestly. It is not that bad. The fan stay, base makes it really bad. I stay hating on Attack on Titan. I stay you can hating. hate on it. You can stay been, hating I've, on it. I've been hating for day on one. For you Attack on Titan fans that got to the end, I, I, I'm not a bandwagon hater. I'm just... <laughs> ahead of the curve. So a bandwagon hater. No, I'm ahead of the, No, they know what that was. And yes, mm. I have no regrets. And yes, fuck all of you. Um anyway. First story up. Right. So hey, y'all y'all have been looking at Twitter, I'm assuming, because y'all are toxic as well as I, and we all have no lives, because you're listening to this, the VG Weekly Roundup every Tuesday and Thursday. Well, um, there's been a thing, a secret room that has been going around, people thinking that it's a legit thing. Well, I'm here to tell you that y'all are fucking wrong, and y'all are fucking dumb. So, Nier fans, gazumped? I don't, who the fuck chooses that word, might I add? What the fuck? Nier fans, Nier fans gazumped as Automata's secret area turns out to be an elaborate mod. And this is from the one, the only Chris Schoolian over at the Video Games Chronicle, the good old VGC. Love you, homie. Uh, the mysterious new secret area that's been puzzling Nier Automata fans for the past month has been revealed to be an elaborate hoax created by a team of modders designed to show off their new modding tools. The hidden area was first quote-unquote discovered over a month ago when a Reddit user asked members of the Nier Automata Reddit why they were able to access the church when their friend couldn't. This was met with, with confusion as no such area was known to exist. In the past few days, though, the user has been posting a series of videos showing them going through an inaccessible door and into a twisted white corridor. Each video has confused the community more, with some speculating that the user was playing on version 1.0 of the game. 
adding to the confusion was the fact that the modding scene for Nier wasn't believed to be that advanced. Certainly not to the point of reintroducing old content into a new area while integrating into the game. I'll get, I'll personally talk about that a little bit later. Um, it has now been revealed, however, that the mystery was designed to show off exactly that. A new set of open source modding tools that will allow the Nier community to create their own areas. A stream on group, sorry, a stream on the group's Twitch channel named ZE34 Zinia, sorry, ZE34 underscore Zinia, showed more footage of the quote-unquote hidden area on Friday before dissolving into a message explaining that it was a mod. Quote, everything we share has been completely in-game, no editing was used, the message reads. Quote, we have been loving all the discussions and theories, it has been an amazing journey. The mod appears to have been created by a team of three people. Uh, Devola's Revenge designed the map, Wolfful underscore Wolf developed the blunder tools, and Raider B developed the scripting tools. Quote, over the following days, we will be releasing the new blender add-ons and scripting tools completely open source, the message reads. We have so much more in store for you. Uh, in another quote, Devola's Rage will release the mod files if you'd like to finally enter the church yourself. Keep an eye out for more, especially Raider B's upcoming mod, which is already prepared. Uh, map designer Dwell's Rage added, Thanks everyone for sticking along for the ride. Whether you expected this outcome or not, I hope you enjoyed the impact. It was never meant to blow up this big, but just to confuse a few people on Twitter. To those that don't mod games, uh, let me just educate you for a bit. Near Automata, at least before this mod, was mainly skin mods, which are the sorry, skin mods and reshade mods. Those are the most common mods you'll find for any type of game, even games that have like anti-cheat, Elden Ring, uh, even Halo, games like that that are multiplayer. A lot of their mods are reshades or reskins that won't really affect the game itself. That was Nier Automata for the longest time. I no-lifed the ever-loving shit out of Nier Automata. I've done all 26 endings in the span of about two weeks. And from the get-go, I knew that this was not really a thing, that this was something new. I did not think it was a mod because I, again, I, I was in the boat where I thought that Nier didn't have that much complexity, at least the modding uh, group, because they're not like a Skyrim to where Skyrim has everything that could be modded under the sun that can also add new assets and everything of the, of the sort. So seeing this actually makes me a little happy and might actually uh, go back to your Automata just for this because... I love modded games. I love the creativity of modded communities, whether it be horny or not. It is what it is. But seeing that there's new open assets for Nier, it it, it gives me a little a little bit of a smile. P. Listen, I I didn't care. I was fine letting it be whatever it was going to be. I didn't know if it was promotion for the Switch release that has new uh, skins in there, and maybe it was a new update and it's going to be released to other versions as well. You know, all that. I I didn't really care. Right up until the last day, when they went ahead and put in a model for one of the sisters from Guard 3, and for the slightest moment, just, just, just a second, for one second, I thought we were going to get more Guard. You're but fool. no, just more of you fucking near kids doing all this near shit. And where am I? Crying in a corner. You're stuck in the bygone era. You 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 are you are stuck in the past. 
here you are wanting for a new Dragon Guard when we are beyond that point. Give me my fucking dragons and go scoot about on your little fucking robots someplace else, goddammit. It is my time. To be fair, robots were an automata thing and only an automata thing. I know, I'm saying get on the robot and go away. Let the dragons come back. No, fuck you. You want dragons? Go play Elden Ring. Oh. You see want- You see that cringe? That's what I was looking for. No, I want, I want actual dragons. Um, I'll go play Dragon's Skyrim. Yeah, no. So you you'll do that for Skyrim, but not for Elden Ring. I, I see. I see where your leases lie. Thank you. And Skyrim is just bad. Dragons. Period. It's just... Have you ever have it, you ever played it, Dogma? I have it. I have not played it, bro. I, I said it earlier. I okay. think it's in, it's earlier in the stream. My hands have been. Smite has been the first game I played in the past two weeks. No, I was asking if you ever played in the past. I, I, I didn't mean like recently. No. No, uh, I bought it though. Dragon's Dogma, from in, for my money, is the only one that has ever truly, <laughs> truly made fighting a dragon feel fucking epic. And I love them for that. Yeah, near modern community, keep doing your thing, keep uh, changing the game. You know what? Yukatar said near is over, so fuck you guys. I want my Dragon Guard. Yeah, Nier is over. That's why we have to have the modding community do more shit. We know. They know. That's why they're fucking, modding. Give me my fucking Draken Guard. It won't happen. Give me my fucking Draken Guard. It won't happen. Give me my fucking Draken Guard. Dude, we got fucking time. We don't have no more time to waste. Go to the second story, goddammit. Draken Guard. Sony says Microsoft's Fuck ownership you. of Call of Duty could influence console buyers in the future. No shit. Jeffrey Rousseau at GameIndustry.biz. A new report reveals that Sony believes that Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard may influence future console purchases. As reported by VGC, the platform holder responded to questions about the acquisition from the Brazilian government alongside other gaming tech firms. Call of Duty is synonymous with first-person shooter games and essentially defines that category, it said to regulators. Sony noted in the questionnaire that it's unlikely that a competitor can rival Call of Duty due to development resources it uses. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution, explained. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, including AAA Studios. Sony added that for the past decade, Call of Duty is overwhelmingly the best-selling game. Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console, and its community of loyal users is entrenched enough that even if the competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival it, Sony explained. Shortly after the news of Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard, Xbox head Phil Spencer said that Microsoft intends to honor all of Call of Duty's uh, maker, uh, all of the Call of Duty makers' current deals. Had good deals this week with leaders at Sony, said Spencer. Oh, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony, uh, said Spencer. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationship. Rock Paper Shotgun notes that Microsoft made contrary statements, as you might expect, in its June 2022 response to the UK's Competition Markets Authority, which is also investigating the acquisition. The company said, There is nothing unique about the video, game develop- the video games developed and published by Activision Blizzard 
that is a must-have for rival PC and console video game distributors that could give rise to a foreclosure concern. Sony is no doubt hoping to avoid a situation where Call of Duty becomes exclusive to Microsoft platforms. On this matter, the Xbox firm said Microsoft has demonstrated that it's not withdrawing content from other platforms, having made multiple public statements that it will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement and beyond. You smell that? It smells like bitch in here. Yeah, yeah. In in all honesty, <clears throat> Call of Duty, as much as uh, I give it shit for, as many people give it shit for, they're right. It is the most popular fucking gaming franchise on the planet right now, even through allegations from Activision Blizzard. We ain't forget, but um, it will never, it will never be console exclusive. Ever since we've gone to the age of multiplayer, it won't ever be console exclusive. Um, I've seen other articles from Inside Gaming, from IGN saying that it was uh, that there's rumors the, the keyword being rumors that it would possibly go um console exclusive no shot no way in hell however um this wouldn't be the first time that uh it takes priority for one console to another uh back in the xbox 360 days we would see call of duty black ops 1 even black ops 2 get dlc before uh playstation and pc and then afterward, the next generation, PS4, ended up having the mantle of getting the DLC first instead of Xbox One. The, the, the power might shift back towards Xbox when it comes to who gets content first. But ultimately, it's still going to be on both consoles. There's nothing to really worry about that. If you're even worried at all. I, I doubt you should be worried at all for it. Um, I mean, that's one thing that's going to happen. And especially since Xbox, again, accessibility is key. And you can easily get an Xbox console more than a PS5 console. So if Xbox, Microsoft wants to influence uh, buyers to be like, hey, put your DLC on the Xbox first. Like, let reason Xbox first. They can, they could, and they most likely will. Hey? In all seriousness, um, <clears throat> I mean, let me put it to you this way, folks. Uh, it's not that I think Microsoft's going to go back on their word and make it exclusive. The fact that this deal is, what, five years away at the earliest? Like, so half a decade, more likely a full decade? Like, do I believe that at some point Call of Duty will not be on PlayStation platforms? Honestly, yeah, at some point. But that's mostly a combination of the fact that Xbox, or more so Microsoft, if anything, is trying to make their games approachable and accessible from a variety of different uh, areas, whether it be smart TV apps, phone applications, PC, the console itself, things of all that nature that the fact of it not being on PlayStation doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be available in some way, shape, or form for others to still go ahead and get a part of it, or maybe some version of it on PlayStation that isn't advanced. And even then, they've already stated their intent of most likely when they get their hands on it to not make Call of Duty a yearly release anymore because it hasn't really grown or done anything. The most Please. they will go ahead and do would be to go ahead and probably throw out, uh, what is it, the BR things like Warzone that everyone goes and plays, while Call oh, of but... Duty itself, as like the main franchise game, probably gets held back more on there. So do I think that Call of Duty, the mainstream game, will stop being on PlayStation? I think so, honestly. In terms of like, will it just... Will every version of it 
only be on Xbox. No, I, I think a free or player version of that's always going to be available elsewhere. I think it's going to be a middle ground of like, yeah, throw this everywhere. It'll be a thing, but Microsoft tries to make like that the Call of Duty title a very much them thing. But again, we're looking at, I would say, in reality, that's a decade down the line. If I'm, if I'm being absolutely serious with what I think they're going to do with that, if they're going to make it to that point where they have a version that is kind of play it everywhere type of thing, but they want to make their big, big, big push of the name Call of Duty, the Keyline franchise, I, I think that does go Xbox only, but that's going to be like a mainstream title that is being separated for a reason, whereas there will be like a free-to-play version out there to just keep generating money. But again, I'm seeing all that a decade out from now. A decade yeah, it would have out. to be when previous agreements run their course and contracts have to be uh, re- mm-hmm. like talked about over again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I think that gaming sphere is different. If anything, I see the uh, Sony, you know, <clears throat> having that worry that it does because it did try to have its foot in scooters. You know, it had Killzone, which, by the way, I still liked. I, I enjoyed Killzone two good. or three. Um, I honestly like I, yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, but they just they never hit the marks that Halo and Call of Duty did. But no one's really hit the, the marks that Call of Duty does anymore. Because Call of Duty just kind of sells by name alone. Like, that's kind of, that's yeah, kind of the whole you, thing about it. It's like, you, you yeah. will buy Call of Duty even if it's shit because it's Call of Duty. It, it, it's it's like Zelda at this point. You could have a yeah. bad Zelda Skyward Sword and you would still buy it. Yeah. Like, but like in reality, it's like to say, like, I don't think they can really blame <clears throat> as much or deny Microsoft the deal because of Call of Duty for the sake of how it sells when like, yeah, I mean, they're not, I mean, simple matter of fact is, I don't think, I don't think this deal is going to be stopped by a single game of a single genre being exclusive to just one platform necessarily when it really isn't still going to be on PC. Um, when in reality, it's just a matter of, uh, one, there are other games and two, you can't blame the company that owns them for the fact that the game sells as well as it does. Like the last, the last edition of Call of Duty came out, Call of Duty, uh, it was Vanguard. They're actual, like they had a campaign, everything storyline, right? Yeah. Because it was happening at Activision Blizzard, that game basically got shunned by every news media outlet. That covers games for the most part. It was the it was the only stepchild. No one talked about it. It was still the best selling game of the year. That's just how it sells. Period. So there's no real stopping that kind of a joke and not work. And especially when they can just say that Microsoft intends to not make it a yearly launch anyway. There are too many ways to wiggle around it. I I just don't see it. I see it going to Xbox only in the future, absolutely. Uh, but I see a version of it still being available everywhere. To just go ahead May, and uh, suddenly make money. Go ahead. Do you think in the time that Call of Duty slowly becomes Xbox exclusive, if it is the case, I still don't believe that it would be, but you know, good disagree. But if it does end up being Microsoft exclusive, do you see that being the final nail in Halo's coffin? No. You think Halo uh, would still would still be out? I think two years from now we're all gonna be talking about how great Halo Infinite is. I'm being dead serious. All all they got to do is keep adding stuff into it. Like, all they got to do is not give up on it. 
add in the co-op, add in more maps, add in more modes. It's Halo Infinite. They can literally add in whatever the fuck they want into there for years to come. Like, I, I get it. People, like, you know, are drained now. It's not a big thing. But you know what? That was going to happen eventually anyway. The biggest thing right now, what's draining, is the fact that there is no creator community behind it. They go ahead and throw out that Forge and all those other modes. The people are going to come back. Like, the content's going to go ahead and be there. A lot of it is the fact that it just doesn't, it does not lend itself to that kind of creative, ongoing live service of a community behind it right now. Which, you know, again, I understand people are coming from, but I'm, I'm still holding to it. I say a year, two years from now, we're all going to be talking about how great Halo Infinite is because of what they finally got it all right. Because they don't, they, they don't have to stop. They don't have to stop. And I don't think Microsoft is going to stop on it. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not calling it good right now. I'm not calling it complete right now. I'm not calling it a, um, you know, you call it the a fucking hole in one, whatever the fuck it is now. But, like, the the way it lends itself, like, again, uh, Microsoft is showing anything is that they're willing to play the long game. I believe in that initial, we were all excited and happy with Halo when it first came out. Absolutely, that was a rush. All they got to do, make a nice package, huge expansion, a new campaign. There you go. Part two, the Lester Pugaloo. This time's personal. Whatever the yeah. fuck. It, I, I, I got, I got my reservations, but it, it is what it is. I'm not going to speak about it until we get more Halo news. Because I think that yeah. could be a conversation for when we actually get Halo news somewhere down the line. Probably end of December when Forge was supposed to come out. Or when yeah. it is coming out. But um, yeah. speaking of Sony, Evo is right around the corner. Sony announces Evil 22 live show and teases exciting reveals this week. This is from Tom Ivan over at the good, lovely VGC Video Game Chronicles. <laughs> Give me a second as I take a swig of water. God damn, my throat's been acting up. I don't got COVID, nor will I ever, I hope. Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE, has announced a new live show will be running alongside this week's Evolution Championship Series, aka EVO. Evil 2022, which marks the show's 20th anniversary, is being held in Las Vegas from August 5th to the 7th. It features the return of competitors with players. Sorry, it features the return of competitions with players facing off in Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood Type Luminia, Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Skullgirls. Oh, sorry, and Skullgirls Second Encore Tournaments. R.I.P. Super Smash, your community killed itself. Mm, you did. It did. Uh, while the, comp- the competitions will be streamed live via Evo's Switch channel, Sony will also be holding its own live show from the event. Titled PlayStation Tournaments Evo Lounge, it will be hosted by players and commentators and will be viewable on PlayStation's YouTube and Twitch channels. In a PlayStation blog post, Lois, sorry, Louis Figueroa, SIE's Senior Director of Esports and Competitive Gaming, said the show will include news from a number of companies whose games are at EVO 2022. In a quote, the EVO Lounge will feature top-shelf curated show coverage, bracket updates, interviews with players, and exciting content and reveals from, de- from developers and publishers, such as Arc System Works, Warner Bros. Games, Capcom, SNK, and Bandai Namco Entertainment, as well as all the latest from the scene with pro players and casters, he said. Sorry, I'm burpy now, even though I'm drinking water. Last year, SIE teamed up with a new esports venture, RTS, to, joint, uh, to jointly acquire Evo. 
Last month, the company also announced plans to acquire esports technology platform Repeat.gg for an undisclosed sum. The platform, which is designed to make esports more accessible, lets users compete in free and paid entry tournaments for popular games like Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, League, PUBG, and Dota 2. I am surprised uh, that Multiverses isn't in EVO this year, but it's probably because it came out really soon, so it might be in EVO next year. But, uh, yeah, you know, this is... Uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean, Sony is doing the best they can with the assets they're given as they acquired Evo with a joint company. So, I mean, good for them. They're doing a live stream. I don't think any of us are going to be co-streaming it at all. I'll, I'll be watching it, but yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, but we won't be co-streaming it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I honestly should get into Evo, like watching it, because I do play like I have Three out of the eight games that have been uh, stated in here. I have uh, Guilty Gear Strive. I actively play Guilty Gear Strive. I have Mortal Kombat 11. I have Tekken 7. Uh, I had Fighters, and I will never get Fighters again, because goddamn, fuck the Fighters community. I said it, and I'm a Dragon Ball fan. Um, Just fighting games, it's its own... It's its own Mad Max area, if I had to explain it. For those that have never or were not interested in fighting game in the fighting game scene, it is Mad Max in its community. It yeah. is a wasteland of craziness, and um, hopefully nothing will ever happen like with Smash because God damn, that was a whole can of worms that should never be open. But um, g- good on you, g- good on you, PlayStation. I hope that nothing too big gets uh, revealed because God, I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> I want to watch the land. I want to watch the fights. I mean, Evo's big thing has always been to go ahead and have those height in between the top eight moments on there. Right now, top eight uh, would be like the the four uh, biggest games on the day on the final day of Sunday, which is looking at Guilty Gear Strive, Street Fighter Five, Tekken Seven, and King of Fighters Fifteen of all things. That is amazing to me. I'm su- um, I'm surprised that Fighters isn't the, one of the top go- dogs anymore. Now you see that's the thing about it though. Like people, I they were saying how they might go and announce. I think I think this is uh, what Sony is doing is a good thing. I think it's a good thing to have yeah. the actual designers and publishers and developers behind fighting games have a show like this to go ahead and show things off. So maybe we go ahead and lose the announcements between the top eights, possibly. I don't know exactly, but also I think this could be a this could be what Evo needs. This could be what the FGC needs in terms of making it much more of a presentation type thing, you know, something they do need to show off the games more so. Um, and that could be really cool. And I, I saw like a lot of people, like, they've already been confirmed, like in terms of big announcements, they've already said, uh, Ed Boom, that the next Mortal Kombat will not be there. Thank God. I, I want... Do you, do you really trust Ed Boon, what he says? Yes, because you want to know why? Because they're third to last on this fucking list. Mortal Kombat had its time. It can go home now. Um, and I, I just want that nail in the coffin of like people saying, oh, we're going to get a DC versus Marvel fighting game from Neville. No. That'll never happen. No. You Marvel belongs any- to anime. Marvel belongs to fast-paced fighting. It is not goddamn fucking rock, paper, scissors, stumpy legs bullshit. Also, do you really want another gaming company having to deal with anything Disney-related? What do you mean? Marvel's Disney, bro. Yeah, I know that. I don't know what you meant by uh, le- like, le- like legal, uh, like um, 
on the legal side of things because oh you know how I mean yeah happens. like I don't know like in overall like I'm just happy like the and here are the numbers right now of like what are the biggest games and this is a big thing of like saying what's going on with fighting because I feel like and maybe this is the, the uh, reflection of people that I watch. Like, people always talking about, oh, man, just imagine if Netherrealms and MK. It's like, dude, MK is third to last on this fucking list. Like, they managed to beat out Melty Blood and Skullgirls. And not even by a fucking lot. They barely beat out Melty Blood. Um, but the top ranking is Guilty Gear Strive at 2,161 entrants. Street Fighter four, um, five at uh, 1,320 entrants. Tekken 7, 1,220 entrants. King of Fighters 15, 1,014 entrants. DB, uh, DBFZ 636, huge fucking drop-off. Uh, Grand Blue versus 528. For a community that honestly had no legs, poor online, and came out during the pandemic, so it had no actual like competitions to jump onto, that's actually still a good number. But that beats out by damn near 100. MK11 at 464. Go home, boys. Um, Melty Blood, Typhoon, 411 entrance, and Scroll Girls, 295 entrance. Ah, like, damn! See here, attending countries would be 63 different countries. And come, come next year, DNF Online is going to eat up Skull Girls. They're going to take uh, them out. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it depends. Again, that's a big thing of, like, what's going to go ahead and be going on here. Because we forget how, like, late DNF came out in June. In terms yeah. of it's barely been a month. Um, and Multiverses just came out yeah. recently. Yeah, and they're going to have Multiverses. Like, people also forget about all the side tournaments happening in EVO. Like, these are just the big ones on there. There will be other tournaments at EVO. There, there will be. Yeah, but, um, but let's be real. A lot of people want to see the big eight. What's the big nine, try to tune but, in. Yeah. What's the ninth one? Skullgirls. Oh my bad. Yeah, no, it's a it's it's a big nine. Evo's uh nine. They oh, typically like they, I never they made... again. I've never seen Evo. Oh, I really okay, should. Yeah. I've never seen Evo. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Like I, I every year I have like near the the second day or so I have fucking uh five screens going at one or five streams going at once watching all the fucking fights. Um, oh, I, it's sad because I would never be able to watch Evo because those are all of my work days. Yeah, no, it happens. I understand. Um, yeah, but um... but. But no, I mean it's good. It's it's always fun to watch. Good hype moments, and this is good all all around. So go ahead and watch. Now, are there better fighting game tournaments? Absolutely. Code Breaker comes to mind. Things of that nature. But it would be nice to see Evo kind of come back as like an event type thing with this new release from PlayStation, which I, it seems like they're going to try and go ahead and do. So I don't know. I kind of have hopes for what it ends up being uh, this year, and like the idea that they're they're trying to really make it an event and a presentation that sounds cool to me is it sad smash and other stuff isn't there yeah sure but i mean they did it to themselves it's not, gonna, not gonna miss it i honestly won't like they did it to themselves if i wouldn't Nintendo, i wouldn't want to be around that community with a 10-foot pole either um like it happens but this is still good like I, i'm happy to see things like grand blue and king of fighters 15 this is the fact that king of fighters 15 is gonna be there on Sunday. That's that's cool. I'm really happy with that. Feel five fifteen, a big Latin American community behind that one. So always cool to see it. Always oh yeah, cool. um, very very happy about that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. If anything, I'm more surprised at the fact that damn, Strive eight Street Fighters fucking lunch money. Because Strive is one. It's a new kid on the block. But two, it is comparatively speaking, at least Strive is so fucking fun. 
Mm-hmm. Like, again, I was not big on fighting games until right before Strive came out. I, I was playing Mortal Kombat 11 because I know homies have played it. I was playing Soul Calibur because that, that's an old classic for me. Um, I've never really played Street Fighter. Tekken 7 I have. I just barely play it. But Strive came out. I played that more than all those other fighting games I've listed combined. It is yeah. such a fun game. It controls very smoothly. The animation quality just... Arxis does some very good shit. A lot of Dragon Ball Fighters, because that's the same company as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, so Strive, especially since it's getting um, a new update or a, another massive update. And also, we were, we're most likely going to get the next character reveal at Evo, if I were to mm-hmm. put money on it. It is such a big game. And honestly, I'm, I'm glad about that. I'm sad Mortal Kombat's down the loop, but then again, I'm an old Mortal Kombat mark. I, I, I love Mortal Kombat. I didn't really know that it was not getting popular street fighter it's gonna boost those numbers up when six comes out next yeah. whenever six comes out it's gonna be back on top guilty gear will be number two well uh multiverses i believe will be number three over tekken i highly believe that uh we'll see i don't know i i, I haven't seen numbers I, enough to really confirm it but i mean we'll see what happens it depends on how they market it and what kind of community they have behind it it's free to play so in, in, in an entire year between this evo and next evo and any possible updates and new characters coming out, it's 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 a it's a healthy Smash alternative if you do not want to be in the Smash community or touch it with a ten foot pole. Yeah, it no, is much like, more I'm, not, I'm not doubting the success of the game. I'm just saying we'll, we'll just see how it turns out in terms of how much they push it. Yeah, I, I've seen streams of it. It looks fun. I just I, I haven't downloaded it. So I haven't played it yet. I have a multiverse stream pulled up while we're doing this. Oh okay. Yeah. No, it looks yeah. cool. It does um, look cool. Then then Tekken, then King of Fighters, and then I I'll say easily Melty Blood. Skullgirls and possibly more combat is gonna kick the bricks. DNF is definitely gonna eat uh one of those alive. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, hope so. And I, I really hope Grand Blue Versus gets its time to shine. Because it was denied. It was a it was a really good game, especially like local, because the you know, of course, it doesn't have rollback for the netcode and everything. Um unfortunately. But it also came out at, you know, literally right at the start of the pandemic. So it just did not it never got to go around the circuit. It it never really did. So I hope they don't give up. I hope they give it back on there. Give me a sequel, whatever. But Grand Blue Versus, if you don't get, if you never had a chance to play it, it plays so fucking good. It plays so well. It's very accessible to anyone who wants to play it, even if you're not a hardcore fighting uh, fan. It is basically what you know, um, what everyone's talking. About. Basically, what um, Street Fighter Six seems to be trying to go ahead and do. Uh, from my understanding, Grand Blue Versus did it first, and I guess we'll see which one does it better. I'm kind of leaning more towards uh, versus at this point, in all honesty. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, I, I I just hope that it. Uh, I, I've never seen much of Grand Blue, but what you're saying, I'm hope I hope that it gets more hey. eyes, and I hope it gets more publicity within the next year. Hey, even cause... if you don't want to play it as a fighting game, it does technically also play as a bit of a side scroller too, with the way the actual single player works. So it's kind of cool. It out. Oh, it's yeah, I feel cool. bad for Skullgirls. God damn, that's gonna get eaten alive. Hey, Skullgirls does not stop. I don't know how the fuck they're still here, but they out here. They don't give Smash up. Smash is gone. That's why <laughs> the easy answer. Smash is gone. Not saying shit to the Skullgirls community. I've yeah. played a little bit of Skullgirls when it was a uh, back when it was released. It was like on a new grounds uh, on the new grounds level. I liked it. Yeah, but God, it is like that and Melty Blood are like the underdogs in this to me. <laughs> To me. Yeah. No, no, I, I get you. I get you. I, I'm, I'm multi blood too. I love multi blood, so always like to see that. 
And the fact that it just barely loses out to MK11 mm, doesn't hurt good. Yeah. Um, so uh, talking about disappointments, I think it's time to go on to the last story because it is a fighting game. Okay, yeah, last story on here. Riot shows off a new character coming to its free League of Legends fighting game. This is Jay Peters at The Verge. Riot's, Riot Games' upcoming League of Legends-themed 2D fighting game will be free to play and will include the League of champion Aloy? Alawi, I don't, I don't know, some some motherfucker. Um, as one of the playable fighters, the studio announced an update on Monday. The game was announced in 2019 under the codename Project L, and details all still relative are still relatively light. Riot has provided an official release date. Oh, hasn't provided an official release date or even a release window. But in Monday's update, Riot did share a very detailed explanation of how of what's involved in bringing that character. Who has Ilawi. been playable in League of Legends for years into Project L. And it's interesting to read about how the team thinks about adapting a League character to a fighting game. The news that Project L will be free to play is notable, but not too surprising. Riot Smash hits uh, League of Legends and Valorant each have their have been free to play from the beginning. But the early popularity of WB's free to play fighter Multiverses shows that there is an appetite for big budget fighting games that are free. And if Riot can bring over League and fighting game fans to Project L when it finally releases, the studio could have a big hit on its hands. Riot promises that Project L team will share other updates before the end of the year. The studio shared an early look at the game in November, including some gameplay footage. Project L is just one of Riot's many expansions of the League of Legends universe, which also include the Hidden FX show Arcane and the League of Legends RPG. I didn't think it for the RPG. Um, he streamed when uh, that when project l was uh showing off some gameplay and yeah. i believe you said that you thought that it it, it looks like a good fighting game yeah it looks, it looks enjoyable I it looks said, like solid yeah i said it was looking enjoyable until i saw that it was an assist fighter in which case i said it can burn in hell um the reason i wanted to go to this story is because if that game releases within the next year or two that could also easily eat up one of those other games at evo because yeah. man i believe it's it's right but what other company was also working on this game I'm sorry? Yeah, I know it's Riot, but there, wasn't there another company that was also helping uh, Riot with making this game? Not that I'm aware of. I'll have to do research, but basically what I'm trying to get at is it looks really, really good. Uh, I, I'm not a League of Legends fan at all. In fact, Same. one of my buddies can tell you that I, I kind of shit on them for playing League. Uh, even though I was just saying I played my earlier, so I'm not any better. But... What I'm trying to get at is, it looks like a good fighting game. It looks evil worthy. In all honesty, it's also going to get a big game that has a lot of big buzz going around it. It trying to do what Multiverse is doing is a bit of a red flag for me. But I mean, hey, it's a trend. It's going to follow said trend. And if it overtakes Multiverse, I'm going to call horseshit. I mean, this is kind of like we were talking about this. We talked about last week with, um, well, we didn't cover it, the, the story about skates being free to play that came out a few weeks ago but i mean triple a groups they know well if we're gonna have a game that's going on forever why charge up front we can just go ahead and have them keep paying for it for however long to support it and just go from there like for this type of situation it is a situation of you know the big groups don't really care about your one-time purchase they know they can afford to take the hit uh in terms of making something of a quality product and is releasing it as free to play for you to sink all of your investment into it and why not same thing with overwatch 2 going free to play as well as opposed to being a 
uh, all-in-one buy like what the first one was. Like this is just more movements of big companies being like, you know what, this genre uh, has community backing behind it. Don't worry about up the entry price. Just throw it out there and we'll see how much money we can make off of it and see how it goes. And yeah, I don't know. Like the fact that it's going to be that accessible, it's just free. And if it's still it done right. It is a right, free big budget game and free. Mm-hmm. And if it can also manage to be an accessible fighting game, which many games are doing now, the Arc system has paved the way for like making games easier. And for a lot of people, you know, with their auto combos and nature, people who always talk about, hey, no, you know what, fuck that, why fighting games shouldn't be that easy. If the only reason you were winning in a fighting game is because the other person had difficulty in how to play the game, you weren't that good in the first place. You just weren't. You can't call it skill when the other person literally doesn't know how to play as good as you. Learning curve. Uh, let's see here. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's good. I, I'm, I'm more excited about the fact that, again, that's going to be a, another big fucking game that's just being made available. You don't want to spend money on it, don't spend money on it. But it's just going to be there. Or just have a lot of microtransactions. Like yeah, a league game. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Spend what you want. Don't spend what you want. And Evo next year is going to be wild. Evo this year is going to be wild. Just fighting games. Fighting game fans are eating good. Mm -hmm. Fighting game fans are eating good. Uh, I can't wait to see what Guilty Gear Strive has uh, for its next upcoming characters. I can't wait to see where King of Fighters is going. Mortal Kombat, something is going to happen within the next few years because it wants to stay relevant. In any way, shape, or form. And of course, Wait, we got Street Fighter 6 coming through. If anything, it's about time for Injustice 3. So, that'll be cool. That would be a good replacement for Mortal Kombat 11. It's about that time. They've been going off and on for, like, years at this point. So Yeah, and D DC is going to their next quote-unquote phase, like MCU is. Mm -hmm. and I don't know if they're going years. to a phase. They're just fucking canceling everything, but... I mean, we'll see what happens. Well, listen, there. if it was CW related, they deserve to be canceled. No, they 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 literally spent ninety million, almost a hundred million dollars on the background movie that is literally in the post production, and they're like, you know what, just shelve it. We're just gonna eat the cost. Did the same thing with the fucking uh, Scooby Doo movie for the Halloween special. So they were like, oh yeah, literally all they have to do is lighting, but um, no, just shelve it. We don't want to go ahead and put, spend the money on it. It's like the fuck are you people doing? These things are done. Rip. Uh, I don't know. That's my DC talk for the day, folks. So sorry about that. But with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and call the show here. Thank you all joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed having you. Uh, we will be back tomorrow on the channel with uh, Weeaboo Trash Talk. Going to pick up from where we left off missing last week with more anime talk, lots of announcements. A shit ton of dubs have an announcement crunch your roll in all the places, so that'll be fun if you want to catch up what's going on there. Um, and yeah, then we'll be back on Thursday. We'll talk about myself and Minus with more VG Weekly Roundup. And then, of course, next Tuesday, myself and Ultima once again. Uh, no plans for stream this week. I swear Constable will turn at some point. I'm right there. I'm right fucking there at Fire Emblem. I swear to God, I will make content again someday. Someday. Ultima, anything for you? Uh, for now, streams, 
still gone hand still hurting playing smite was hurt was hurting me even when i was playing it during the show uh but september is my window hopefully a little bit earlier if i get to see a doctor if they fucking allow me to go see a fucking doctor uh yeah no for now stream's gone and if, if it ends up being september is the latest then uh spooky streams will be returning on september very good very good all right folks again please stop by free night see ya here